Hi everybody, Johnny Mays here and welcome to the podcast. Uh, a little late today, but a lot of things have been going on. and um, But I'm excited about the Word of God today. And I just pray that it will be a blessing to you. And you say amen. I, so I hope you can say amen. Well, today we're in the, the Psalms. And I'm thinking of a beautiful verse there. And I want to share it with you in just a moment. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalms 119. <clears throat> I was looking at this message and it, uh, just a beautiful message. Uh, preached some time ago by a pastor over there at the Gold Country Baptist Church, Pastor Layton. And um, the message in its full context is so powerful. Uh, albeit it's very long, but I was just looking at some of the highlights in there, and it, and it brought me to uh, this subject of the Word being a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And when you look at God's Word, of course, that's that metaphor there, the lamp unto my feet, light unto my path, is talking about God's Word. And of course, today we have the canonized Bible, the Scriptures, the Old Testament and the New Testament, and which includes the Gospels of Jesus and, of course, the Epistles of uh, the Apostles. And uh, it's exciting to uh, uh, study the Word of God. And my study today brings me to this statement of the Scripture about itself. Uh, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. A little song we now sing in the church, a little chorus, amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. <laughs> you know, uh, when, you look at, look, when you look back in history, the Bible's been given many tributes and descriptions. Uh, Thomas Guthrie said that the Bible is an armory of heavenly weapons. He said it's a laboratory of infallible medicines. It's a mine of exhaustless wealth. It's a guidebook for every road, a chart for every sea, a medicine for every malady, and a bomb for every wound. Isn't that powerful? In our Christian history, we read about the reformists like John Calvin, who was a shining star of the Protestant Reformation, who was from France along with Martin Luther in Germany, and of course, John Knox there in England. And what these men did is they recovered God's word as a lamp that led them out of darkness and that sh that word shone as a light unto their path for the feet of many others, not just uh, themselves. But it became a light to the lost path of the true gospel, the gospel of God's grace. For by grace are ye saved through faith, that not of yourselves, but it's the gift of God. That was a revelation uh, to these reformers. And the scriptures were then translated and taught again, verse by verse, illuminating this beautiful exposition and, of course, bringing us the, the light in the darkness of false religion back in those historical days so that now we understand truly, truly, and by experience, by your own experience, I can say for sure, that when I found the Bible in my motel room there 
47 years ago, that it indeed became a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And I know that all of us have experienced being in a room of total darkness and then having a light turned on. And of course, that's how it was for me that day. When I entered that hotel room, I was in darkness. But then the Word of God began to illuminate my path. As it is said in Latin, post tenebras lux, which means after the darkness, light. After the darkness, light. My goodness, isn't that beautiful? God's Word gives us light. Whether it was back in the Old Testament of Israel or the Middle Ages of Europe, it's is alive and as well and as bright and as revealing. It's effervescent as it ever has been in the 21st century. A light for my path and a joy for my heart. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, word today. I want to just tell you today, as it says in the book of Ephesians, James, Jeremiah. In fact, in fact, Jeremiah uh, says that my word is like a fire, he says, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. In the book of James, he compared it to a mirror, didn't he, that we could look into and be changed into that image. And of course, in Ephesians 6 and Hebrews 4, the word was called the sword of the Lord. The sword of the Lord. And Psalms, well, he was always talking about the word. He compared it to a treasure. He compared it to riches, to honey, to bread. <laughs> over and over, he said, so many beautiful things. Uh, and in the psalm that we're reading today, Psalm 119, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. He said, I have sworn it and I confirmed it that I will keep your righteous ordinances. Isn't that beautiful? You know, in the dark ages, in the dark ages, uh, it was those reformers that brought us to the light. And it's in those, in that same spirit that we preach today. We preach today the word of God that will change hearts as it did in those historical times. Sadly, here in America, if things continue as they are, uh, the motto of our country will prove to be after the light darkness because this nation was founded on men who were in pursuit of religious liberty, in pursuit of the Word of God. And guess what? Uh, as we stand today, uh, Christianity has become, to many, many millions of Americans, a mockery, a joke. It isn't even relevant to their lives. Imagine the Democratic Party not willing to even say in the Pledge of Allegiance the motto under God. Think about that for just a minute. So we are in a dire straits here in America. We need the church to come back to the altar. We need the church to turn itself around. We need the church to uh, repent of its apathy and get busy getting back into the Word, returning to the Word of God, preaching the gospel of Christ, telling the truth, amen, of what the Word of God says, that there's only one God in, in the earth. It's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There's not many gods. There's only one God. There are many that call them uh, what they look to as gods, but they're not gods. 
their false gods, their false philosophies, false ideas. For there's only one God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Jesus called it him his father. And so today we have to pray for a reformation in our nation uh, because many, many churches have abandoned God's word. They've abandoned their heritage. They've abandoned scripture's authority. Amen. So we need to be revived. We need revival in the uh, churches today because scripture is the only source of that supernatural light. Scripture is the only source of supernatural strength. Scripture is the only source of the supernatural uh, light that does indeed light our path. And we need to remember that. So when you're coming to the Word of God today, come with joy in your heart. Come with expectation that God is there to reveal to you wonderful and marvelous things from His Word. And let me tell you something. If you will do that, you will see something change in your life. I can tell you from personal testimony that the Word of God is transforming. The Bible says you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind, the changing of your mind, the purging and washing and cleansing uh, of your mind so that you might take on this new nature, which is Christ, and understand that you have been given eternal life, His life, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So today we rejoice in the promises of God's Word. We rejoice in the overcoming uh, spirit of those who were, went before us and bringing us God's Word that we can have today in our hands, in our homes, in our churches, the Bible, God's Holy Word. So be blessed today as you read God's Word and, and share that Word with somebody along your life's journey, okay? In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.